Trending Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. I'm deeply frustrated. I just want to reflect on this for a minute. They have no idea who the bridge belongs to because it's an old asset. Yet, there were community engagements around the bridge and the crime related to the bridge a few years ago. Yet, at that point, neither Prasa nor the Johannesburg uh, 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 utility were able to determine who the bridge belongs to. The bridge now collapses and they still don't know who it belongs to. Given that no one knows who this bridge belongs to, we can assume safely that no maintenance has been done on this bridge because the owner of the bridge is nowhere to be found. And they say they're a caring organization. I call BS on that. Absolute BS. Five minutes to the top of the hour. Let's talk about kidnappings. Agenda setting conversations of the day. Have you heard of the term express kidnappings? Yeah, it's a new crime trend where... Snatching a person's uh, bag or snatching a person and then demanding that they withdraw money from an ATM if they don't have money uh, to pay that quick ransom. Uh, you have to find it from another source if you're the victim of this crime. How much does an express ransom cost in uh, the trend that we've observed? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, Justin Naylor, he's the MD of I2 Special Risk. He knows. Justin, good morning. Thank you so much for your time. Really, really do appreciate it. Just how prevalent is express kidnapping? Good morning, um, Oliver, and good morning to the listeners of, of SAFM. So if you look at the um, SAPS statistics, we can see that kidnapping is up by just under 9% in South Africa. And since April to June, we've had over 3,800 kidnapping cases. That's quite a scary statistic when you think about that number. Yeah. And South Africa, in fact, one of the most high-risk countries in the world. We're in the top five high-risk countries in the world. So certainly it is uh, very prevalent right here in South Africa. Do we have an idea about how long uh, a, a, a victim is uh, kept in, I, I guess, hostage or in kidnapping once they've been uh, kidnapped? Is there a general trend? So, so what we are seeing, we are seeing a shift from high-profile long-term kidnappings, which can take up to a few years and very high ransoms in the millions. We're seeing a shift where criminal syndicates are realizing that it's risky to hold an individual for a long time and it's risky to ask for a big high-profile amount. So it's much easier to take someone for a day, even a day or two, um, take them to the ATM and get them to draw, draw out their limit one or two times and then let them go. So we're seeing a definite shift in trend from high-profile long-term kidnappings to short one or two days and, and a small amount of money and get away with it. Um, the good news is, I guess, there's not an intention to hurt the person, but it's certainly an increasing trend that we need to be aware of. Yeah. The, the victims, are they targeted or is that random? I think in many cases they are random. We also see that, again, you know, in the past, most of our cover was directed towards high-profile directors of companies where their public earnings are, are out there in the open. And now we're seeing it's more random. We're seeing trends around university students who are easy targets. And that would be random. You know, students are away from home. Um, they're, they're out there exploring. They're out late at night. They don't have a support structure. And they're an easy target. So we're certainly seeing a trend to more random, easy targets and um, shorter term kidnappings. Do you have an idea of hotspots? Um, it seems to be all around the country. I mean, we've seen Eastern Cape. Um, has been a fairly big hotspot. Hot Polokwane um, has been a big hotspot. And even here in Gauteng, where, where I'm based at, at R2, uh, we're seeing it. So it's really all around the country that we're not seeing any particular hotspot trends at the moment. Yeah. 
Seps, how often times does the South African Police Service get uh, involved? I would assume by the time they get involved, the victim would either have been uh, returned after ransom had been paid and they open a case after the fact. Um, or are they at any point involved in negotiating? Specifically, so, so our, sorry, our specifically in, exp- in express uh, type of kidnappings. So, so our role at I2 Special Risks um, is to ensure the safe return of, of the hostage. So we don't get involved in the arrests. Um, we do hand over the information and we, we cooperate and work with uh, SAPS. Um, but typically in an express kidnapping, um, you know, we have a 24-hour call center. If there's, a, if there's an emergency, you call us. And that's part of our role and part of the, the cover is to get the person out quickly. So, so typically, in, we would always notify SAPS immediately. But in express kidnapping, it's usually over before the police um, you know, are involved. But we certainly do cooperate and work with the South African Police Service. Yeah. High-profile kidnappings, is that on a downward trend? I mean, the last time we heard of a high-profile kidnapping in South Africa was when the Motti family's sons uh, had been kidnapped and there was a, a, a handsome figure that was demanded by the kidnappers and negotiated there, uh, ultimately resolved at a later stage. But that was my last recollection of a high-profile kidnapping. Have any more happened since then? So certainly what you can see in the Motti case is a good example. It was in the media. There was a lot of speculation. There was a lot of police involvement. So if you're a kidnapper, that's not a good situation to be in. So the Motti was the really last high-profile big one. There have been a few that we've seen since then. So I would certainly say that the high-profile ones are, are still around and still a concern. But certainly we've seen since then a big shift to many more express kidnappings and, and less high-profile below the radar. What we need to understand is that these are criminal syndicates and they're doing this for money this is business for them and the the better way and the quick more efficient way to get money is a shift towards uh, lower profile get your money out quickly i'm it's i'm assuming it's safe to say that express kidnappings is not an organized crime um it's it certainly is and um, most of our statistics say that these are organized syndicates and they're professional they know what they're doing um, and they're doing this purely for money. So, so in our view, this is very much an organized crime um, that's happening around the country. Justin Ayler, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Managing Director at I2.